your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And for today's show, I figured we would do something a little bit fun. And uh, what we will do is take all, not every single one, but the big NHL awards that you get at the end of the year and give them to an Avalanche player. So every single award uh, that is, is like the meaningful ones, and I know they're all meaningful. I'm not trying to you know, say that specific ones don't have as much meaning, but you know what I'm talking about, the big ones, like the Norris, uh, the Hart, the Selkie, things like that. We will make a case for all of those awards to go to an Avalanche player. Why not? Because we can. So, uh, and we will also get to our three stars of the week, not named Nathan, which we do every week. And it'd be really easy to give it to Nathan McKinnon. Although that really has changed a little bit this year because there's guys that could be the three stars of last week, not named Miko for this season anyway. But we started it last year and we will continue to to name it that uh, until we can't anymore, which will probably be for a very long time. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore avalanche on Instagram, search for lockdown avalanche and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions, who you think should get the awards that we are about to bestow upon Colorado avalanche players. Send all that stuff to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. All right. So, the reason why I kind of came up with this was because we talk a lot about Philip Grubauer on this show and the incredible season that he is having. And I feel like we are setting ourselves up for him to not win the Vesna trophy. And I, I say that because uh, we're, you know, we're just past the halfway point in the season and a lot of news outlets and sports outlets are putting up who, you know, halfway point of the season, who they think is the Hart Trophy winner and who they think is, you know, the Calder winner. And a lot of them are putting up, obviously, who the Vesna Trophy winner is. They're either putting up who their writers think will win it or they're putting up, like, the candidates. And at least when they put up the candidates, they are putting up Grubauer. So that's a plus, obviously. But the ones that have been putting up who they just think is going to win it. <clears throat> I haven't seen one that has given it to Grubauer. Now, I, I, I'm i not under any circumstances saying he is a clear-cut winner and a, a runaway winner from for the Vesna. Uh, and, and the majority of people are picking Andre Vasilevsky, who is, again, having a great, great season. He is probably, hands down, the, the best goalie uh, year in and year out in the NHL. If you're starting a, he's one of those guys. If you're starting a franchise, that age old question. If you're starting a franchise, who do you pick as your goalie or your quarterback or whatever? You're probably starting with Vasilevsky, and and he, again, when you look at the numbers, having a great year. Are Philip Grubauer's numbers comparable? 
Yeah, they are. So I think it's going to go down to the wire between the two of them. And the thing that bothers me the most is, sure, if you want to say Vasilevsky, I got no problem with that. Uh, it doesn't even seem like Grubauer's in the conversation as much as he should be. It's pretty much Vasilevsky and Flurry. And then I've seen uh, who else? I've seen um, our old boy, Semyon Varlamov, in there even. And it just seems like Grubauer is not getting his due. So it, it it's a little bit upsetting because the goalie position was front and center for everybody. Everybody was talking about how you know the the Avalanche goalie situation might be their Achilles heel. And look what's happening. So how can you in one breath talk endlessly about the what ifs when it comes to the Avalanche and then he you get play like Grubauer is playing and those same people aren't even giving him the respect that he deserves for talk of the Vesna. So that's where this came from. And uh, I figured we would go through it and kind of have some fun with... Uh, all of the the major awards and giving them solely to Avalanche players. Uh, will this happen? Clearly, it will happen. Um, Avalanche deserve every single award ever created by human man, and uh, this year will be no different. So, uh, obviously, you know, if we wanted to start with the the Vesna, that's that's my pick. And and for all of these, yes, a lot of these are tongue in cheek and uh, clearly probably won't happen. But for a couple of them, they absolutely could. And I think that is one of them that absolutely could, is Philip Grubauer winning the Vesna. Now, right now, like we're halfway through, and he's getting, you know, notoriety. I don't want to say he's not getting any looks at all. But I think because of the past performance of Vasilevsky, now he's a Stanley Cup champion, people immediately put people like him on, on top on the pedestal and you got to go get him and the people that have to go get him guys like Philip Grubauer people are standing there with their arms folded just saying got to show me more got to show me more got to show me more pretty much through the whole duration of the season so if he can continue this if he can continue what he's done in the first half of the season for the rest of the year I don't know how he's not in the picture I think he definitely will be a finalist but I think it might be a long haul for him to win it if Vasilevsky keeps doing what he's doing because he's already got the hardware. And it's tough to take it away from those guys when they keep putting up the numbers that they're doing. If other people start putting up comparable numbers, they usually don't get it because the other guy's been doing it already. So they just keep it with him rather than acknowledging the new guy. So I think that's where we stand with Philip Grubauer, but I think he's definitely deserving. Uh, I figured we would start with the ones that are just pretty much set in stone. Like there's only one person that could win the award, much like the Vesna with Grubauer. You don't have multiple goalies on one team going for that. So because of that, the Jim Gregory Award, which is given to the best GM in the league, at some point, Joe Sackick needs to win one. And how he wasn't even nominated last year is an absolute disgrace. Uh, but we will see if this year comes around and he's at least nominated. Uh, 
uh, the the moves that he made in the offseason coming into this year were strokes of genius. Maybe he's not done when it comes to, you know, the trade for Johansson was, you know, not earth shattering. We'll see if he does anything to move the needle at the trade deadline. Usually don't see it happening, but anything is possible. Even if he doesn't, those two moves that he made in the offseason, bringing in Saad, bringing in Taves, uh, who we hit, we will give an award later on in the episode. Um, I think those are, you know, and, and coupled with everything that he's done. And I know you, you're not supposed to go beyond the current season, but not giving him one last year was sacrilegious. So, uh, yes, Joe Sackick for the Jim Gregory. And the Jack Adams, again, another guy who doesn't get as much notoriety as he should in Jared Bednar. He's been nominated for it. I think, I know once, I want to say twice, but I could be wrong on uh, if it's been once or twice. Um, But I think, you know, he doesn't get enough credit for how he coaches this team through all of the injuries that they get. We give a lot of credit to the players, and the players definitely deserve credit. But how can you not give credit to a coach for navigating a team through two seasons now? a very uh, high injury team production. It's incredible. And he has completely turned the tide on, you know, how people view him as a coach from that very first dumpster fire season to now being one of the best coaches in the league. And he absolutely deserves uh, some notoriety. And I don't think he's even going to be in the conversation this year. Probably won't be. uh, But again, probably should be. So those are the three that we're starting with right now. And then we're going to hear from a couple sponsors and and get to the, the meat of these NHL awards. But first, we are going to hear from our friends at rockauto.com. It's a family business serving up auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And there, how did you hear about a section? So they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, so we got the individual awards in terms of uh, one for one. One award can really, you know, we only have one GM, we only have one coach, and we, for all intents and purposes, have one goalie. So those awards out of the way. Uh, Now we're getting into the meat of it. We're going to do the Calder, the Lady Bing, the Selkie, the Norris, and of course, the Hart. So I figured we would start, why not, with the Calder. And, you know... (laughs) Everybody knows who this probably will go to uh, when it comes down to the actual voting, but that's not what we're doing here. We are giving it to all Avalanche players. So who's our 
number one rookie right now, that is Bowen Byram. And I think everybody is very pleased with how Bowen Byram is playing. Um, he's not still surprisingly is not lighting up the scoreboard, still looking for his first goal. By the way, um, I should have prefaced this in the beginning. We're not talking about last night's game because these later start times just are not good for watching the game and then recording an episode and going to bed very late at night. So uh, we will talk about last night's game tomorrow. So if Byram scored, then what I'm saying is is doesn't really make any sense. But um, he's he's definitely as advertised, and you know we've talked about a lot about the Avalanche defense and how good that is going to be in the future, and he is a huge part of that. And everything, like he, just his way, the way he controls himself on the ice is very unnatural for a kid his age playing in his first season in the NHL. Uh, he, he's fun to watch, and I think he's definitely going to get uh, on, the, on the score sheet more often and frequently. Uh, it's just taking a little bit of time. But once he figures that part out and he adds that, arsenal to his resume and his repertoire it's the way the avalanche defense is right now is shut down and that will continue but when you add the offensive part for him look out so bowen byram gets our uh rookie of the year in the calder trophy category moving on to the lady bing which the official wording for the Lady Bing is uh, the NHL player who best combines sportsmanship, gentlemanly conduct, and ability. Which basically boils down to how many penalty minutes did you have? Did you did you have the fewest penalty minutes in the league or around there? Uh, then you're up for the Lady Bing Award. And our Nathan McKinnon took home that award last year, which, you know... That just goes to show you that they kind of just look at penalty minutes for this because Nathan McKinnon plays hard. Uh, and he, I mean, he, yeah, he has sportsmanship, but uh, he's got an attitude too. So, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but when you think of Lady Bing, you don't typically think of someone like Nathan McKinnon. You think of someone like Ryan O'Reilly, who has won this award many times and might even be renamed for him whenever he retires. So because we're going off just penalty minutes, because that's how it seems it goes, I, when I looked this up, I was very surprised to see that Devon Taves only has four penalty minutes on the season. And for being a defender, that's really good. You are, you know, you're, you're looking for guys to hit uh, and you're constantly the first line of defense on, you know, opposing teams odd man rushes and penalties happen a little bit more often on the defensive zone. Uh, so for him to only have four penalty minutes in the season, uh, I think you would have to give him a good look at the lady Bing for, to, for kind of, you know, to, to play off other players on the avalanche, Kale McCarr, who's only played in, he's played in nine less games. Let me see. Yeah. Nine less games. Has six penalty minutes, 
Jacob McDonald has six penalty minutes. Uh, Sam Girard has 10. And Ryan Graves has 20. So four penalty minutes for a defender who's playing 28, 29 minutes a game. Pretty impressive. So Devontae's gets My Lady Bing Award. Uh, next is the Selkie Award. And uh, the Selkie Award goes to the forward who best plays defense in, you know, laying it out their terms. Um, and for me, who's been maybe the best forward on the defensive end during the power play this season? That is Tyson Jost. Yeah, Tyson Jost for the Selkie. And yeah, and again, he when when you're saying basically what who's the best offensive defenseman, uh, you're not looking for points. You're not looking for someone to light it up. You're looking for defense. And Tyson Jost is this has been his best defensive year ever, and it needed to be with the uh, subtraction of Matt Nieto. So. I think, uh, and it really shows on the power play. They needed him to fill in that slot, and he's done that hand over fist. So uh, Tyson Jost gets my Selkie Award. All right, moving on to the Norris, and this has changed since the beginning of the season because I think this was hands down literally probably going to Kale McCarr, not just doing this segment uh, for the league. If the awards were had, uh, Kale McCarr probably, if he didn't get hurt, probably would have the Norris in the bag. But he sat out a handful of games, and it's not to say he still can't get up there and get some votes. He probably will. But people most likely have passed him when it comes to handing out the Norris trophy. And one of those guys that has passed him is his own teammate in Sam Girard. We talked about how Devon Taves really needed to step it up when Byram and McCarr went down and play more minutes and we're handing him our Lady Bing Award for playing smart, basically. And Sam Girard gets the defensive player of the year for how he has handled filling in that role of needing to do more. It's been a joy to watch Sam Gerard take that next step this year. He's always in control and he's, he, he just, he still looks like a little guy out there, but he's not afraid of anybody. And he, he knows how to play, he knows where to go. He's so good at anticipating and that's what you need in a defender. He's been nothing short of uh, even even a team MVP for this team this year. So he will get Norris looks, guaranteed. You have two players on the Avalanche who are going to get looks at the Norris. And because you still have Kale McCarr, who can, you know, he's still got the rest of March and all of April to really turn those heads again back towards him. But I think people are really taking notice of Sam Girard. Uh, and he's no longer that underdog type of defender who's taking like second billing to guys like McCarr and McKinnon. He is stepping into his own, and he's making a name for himself. So 
not only is he my Norris, but he could be the the league-wide Norris. And finally, the Hart Trophy. And uh, I think everybody going into this season really thought this was going to go Nathan McKinnon's way. I think he was even the favorite to get it. Uh, but he's – and Nathan McKinnon's having a good season. Let's not – kid ourselves you know he he's where's he in points i want to bring that up real quick but he's, he's right behind uh miko ranton and he's still got 31 points on the season but he's not scoring goals as often as people are used to him scoring goals nine nine goals against 22 assists so he's having a, a, a good season but he just started off a little so, slow in the goal scoring department a guy who hasn't is who i just mentioned who who nathan mckinnon is second to and that's Miko Rantanen. Uh, Miko was, he, he, you could say he got off to a little bit of a slow start for the first couple of games of the season, but uh, he's he took off from there. What was it, eight games in a row where he had a, a goal that was scored and then had a, another little uh, slump after they came back from their pause. But for most of the season, Miko Rantanen has been the Avalanche best player outside of Philip Grubauer. Um, and he could be he could have had an outside shot if he continues the pace that he's on. Uh, he could have an outside shot to get some looks. He's you know he's not going to win the heart. We we know that he's probably going to Connor McDavid this year. Uh, but he could be in the conversation of someone who gets second, third, fourth place votes because uh, he's been great. He he has been seventeen goals against 18 assists, 35 points total, a plus 14. Um, he's been he's been great. And I, I remember saying at the beginning of the year, kind of three guys to really look at because he didn't he had a good season last year, but injuries plagued him. And people thought, uh-oh, what's wrong with Miko? And if you look at his stats from last year, he was still a, basically a point-per-game guy, but he only played what's like 40, 41 games. So uh, people were quick to say certain things about him that we, you know, we, we didn't even give him a chance to get back out on the ice and play healthy and look what he's doing when he's healthy. So he gets my heart MVP award. So what do you think? Anybody that uh, you disagree with me on that you do agree with me on any other awards you want to throw out there? I didn't do all of them obviously, because that would take forever, but uh, let me know locked on avalanche at Gmail. Com. I definitely want to know what you guys think. All right, let's hear from a couple more sponsors and get to our three uh, stars of last week, not Nate Nathan. First of all, betonline.ag. Everybody's talking about their brackets being busted, uh, mine included. But you can go over to betonline if you just want to bet on individual games. Head on over there. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And while you're sitting at your computer betting away, why don't you munch down on some Built Bar? We've been talking about Built Bar for quite a while. It's the best protein bar on, best tasting protein bar on the market. 
It is amazing flavored, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, covered in 100% chocolate. And now you can go over to BuiltBar.com and vote on your favorite flavor with the Built Bar Madness. They are pitting their flavors up against one another, and only one can emerge victorious. Who is it going to be? Who's your favorite? Get over to BuiltBar.com and vote. And remember, after you vote, fill up your shopping cart and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, to get 15% off of your next order. Once again, that is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And then check back to see who won today's matchup and who will emerge victorious and become the best tasting protein bar at BuiltBar.com. And one last piece of business to get to today, and that is the three stars of last week, not named Nathan. So most of these, well, the the top two are definitely stats-driven. I don't always do that, as you will see with the third star. Uh, but when, like I said before, and I've done this a couple times this year, when, when guys are just lighting it up the way the two guys at top are, you have to go with conventional wisdom and say like, yeah, they deserve it. But for the third star this week, and once again, I'm cheating and putting two guys in there, Bo Byram and Kale McCarr, because if you didn't see a difference in those two guys returning to the roster and returning to the ice, especially Kale McCarr, uh, you weren't paying attention. Those those two games against Minnesota were the two most dominant games the Avalanche played this year. And is it a coincidence that they those two games happened when, you know, two important pieces and one of the most important pieces in Kale uh, back on the ice? No, it was not. So having those guys back, a very warm welcome uh, that that kind of signified the Avalanche being as healthy as they've been all year. Yeah, still missing a couple guys like Eric Johnson and Francois, but uh, we knew we were going to be out without Johnson for a while. Same thing with Francois. So we knew that Kale and Bo Byron were going to be back relatively soon. And when they did, that was pretty much the healthiest the Avalanche had been all year. And look how they played. Absolutely dominant. Uh, for the second star, it's got to go to, to Grubauer. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I think um, what he did when what he's been doing, you know, we've talked about him enough already in, in this episode. So, but just to recap, last week uh, he played the 14th against the Kings, gave up one goal, and then against Anaheim, gave up nothing. Uh, at when he came in and had to to fill in for Hunter Miska, uh, who was not having a good day, but came in and shut them down so the Avalanche could make their comeback and didn't give up any goals. And then the first game against Minnesota did give up one goal, and then the second game against Minnesota, nothing. And as I'm recording right now, the Avalanche are playing, like I said, in the game, but We'll see how this it ends up. Uh, if he gets another one, we shall see. But, yeah, I mean, Grubauer, you guys know how I feel about him this year. He's been spectacular. Which means the number one star of the week obviously goes to Miko Rantanen. And, you know, just talked about him, how he's 
the Hart Trophy winner for the Colorado Avalanche for this year. Um, and last week, wow. Uh, the first, the second game against the Kings with an assist, and then the game against Anaheim, one and one. The first game against Minnesota, two and two, and the second game against Minnesota, a goal. So add them up. That's four goals and four assists. Uh, he's he's on fire. He's one of the hottest players in the league, and it's showing. It's showing in stats, showing on the ice. He's he's just becoming that unstoppable player. And when you have him matched up with Nathan McKinnon, uh, and both of them, and McKinnon is starting to put up numbers too, uh, and just throwing Gabe Landeskog, who does all the dirty work. It's damn near impossible to stop. So that's it. Those are the three stars of last week. I guess three plus one. So, and again, whoever you have, let me know. Lockdownavalanche at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. And that will do it for today, everybody. Hopefully the Avalanche come away with a win as this game is just starting. So I'm going to go check that out. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And they do it all again, back to back against Arizona. So enjoy the day. Everybody stay safe. Thank you for tuning in today each and every day. It's always appreciated. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.